Heating Up the UK is part of the Big Heads Media Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. You're listening to Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast. Here's your host, Dan Healy, also known as At the Miami Heat UK. Enjoy the show. Hello, Heat Nation and NBA fans, and welcome to episode 17 of Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, it is time <laughs> for episode four of my Heat Media MVP week. And if that hasn't given away my guest, nothing will. I'm thrilled <laughs> to be joined by Miami Heat TV host and courtside reporter, Mr. Jason Jackson. Jax, how are you, sir? Daniel, it is a pleasure to hear uh, my signature opening. It uh, <laughs> still in English, but uh, with the British flair. Thank you, sir. Yes, um, I mean, I was. I, I try and sort of your other famous one, which is it, it's time to bowl, y'all. You try yeah. and say that in a in a British accent, it just does not work. It's it terrible, might get but... you punched in the face, right? I mean, like <laughs> that, that might not work out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but uh, nothing, nothing um, gets me excited like that. That call, it's uh, it's brilliant. So, Jax, before we uh, get started with anything, first things first, most importantly, how are you? How are the family? Are you all safe and healthy? Daniel, uh, first of all, thank you for doing this. Uh, let, let's go there, and then I'll, I'll, I'll kindly answer your question. It, it's rare that you can get all of us to do anything at the same time. So the mere fact that you've corralled uh, five of the 9,000 on-air personalities that we have for Miami Heat uh, broadcasting is pretty amazing. And so I'm, I'm so happy that my colleagues uh, embraced your uh your fandom, man. And that's all this really is. I mean, it's not like, you know, you didn't ask us for money, you know, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> ask, you know, for, for birthrights, you know, from one, of our, one of our offspring. You asked us for some time because you love this team. And I think that's, that's glorious. Yes. I was, thank um, you. It's, it's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. No, thank you. Just... No, nah, thank you, man. No, and so cool. with that, uh, everybody's good. Uh, I'm married with two boys. Um, I'm not sure why my wife keeps coming home, but she does. <laughs> And uh, so we've been together for uh, a very, very long time. We started dating in high school uh, wow. back in 87. And uh, thankfully, we waited eight years uh, to have our children. And so we have uh, <laughs> a 20-year-old who is a junior in college uh, cool. here in the States at Nova Southeastern University. He's the captain of the track team. And he's, wow. he's just an exceptional student. And uh, he stayed at school about a week too long. So we mm-hmm. uh, begged our pediatrician. Uh, to make sure that he was reviewed and uh, everything has come back negative. So that's been beautiful. Excellent. Uh, and then our 17-year-old, who is uh, a junior in college, so he's just, I mean, in high school, so we have two juniors, um, third-year student for Europeans that don't dig our uh, American uh, vernacular, uh, <laughs> that uh, he's a third-year high school student. He's a basketball player, shockingly. Wow. And... Uh, <laughs> And he uh, has been – he's in his third week of uh, work at the house. And so, uh, he's, yeah, so he's uh, he's remote learning fully, and, and everybody's doing great. And my wife is a, a executive administrator in the athletic department at the University of Miami. So sports is the family business around here. Cool. Uh, she was a Division One track athlete at our university, uh, Bowling Green State University. And so 
Uh, I'm really the the weak link when it comes to athletics in the house. I'm the, <laughs> the only one that's not a scholarship athlete around here. So, oh, you, I, well, I figured out how to stay around the game, so Daniel. Yeah, you, you you do all right. Don't you worry, Chase. You yeah. do well. So um, that's brilliant. Great to hear. Um, now you had uh, you had some fun last night. You was on. Um, you took over Fox Sports um, Heat's Twitter page, and you was part of the Heat Rewind. Uh, game against um, against the Philadelphia 76ers in that incredible game overtime win uh, back in January, I believe it was first day. Did you have fun doing that? Commentating Actually, on that it was game the again? last. It was the last home game in December. Oh, uh, really? Was, wow. Yeah. So uh, maybe, I think I get points for a game later uh, because <laughs> I remembered that and you did not. Uh, but yeah, it was Jan- uh, December 28th. Um, and you tell me how'd I do? I mean, I tweet during games you know, regularly. Uh, yep. But they usually are uh, a little more authentic. And what I mean by that is, is that I'm watching it all for the first time. And so I didn't want to like pound people over the head with uh, stuff that I think they already knew or they could find out. And I, I, I believe I even asked uh, those who were LinkedIn uh, if they wanted me to attempt to watch it like I was watching for the first time <laughs> or just take my list of notes and nuggets from the, the game reports uh, and drop those in. It felt like people just... I was like half and half, so I was trying to do half and half. Yeah. Uh, but did you enjoy it? Uh, first yeah, time. I mean, I, I, we don't get the, the Fox Sports channel over here. We, I can only watch Miami games through the league pass, um, which is great. But So I could only really read your tweets and just relive it through that way. But yeah, I mean, you um, you, 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 you smashed it without a doubt. It was great. Um, I mean, going into that game, I mean, arguably the best game this season. Maybe not in terms of um, just uh, maybe the, the margin of victory or anything like that, but just in terms of it had everything, right, that game? Yeah, I mean, listen, we have, what, nine, ten, I think it's ten overtime games. Yes. And, and so it, it it's, you know, it was one of them. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens when you have so many of them. Uh, Philadelphia is a thing, right? So Philadelphia has so many storylines, mm-hmm. uh, obviously with Jimmy, yep. obviously with Jay Rich. Uh, they're going to be, whenever this all gets started, uh, odds are there's going to be a dance between these two teams if mm-hmm. if each team wants to really get, you know, where it should rightfully be, which is the conference finals, and then you see what happens, you know, from there. Yep. Um, the thing that astonished me most about that game that I did not recall, there's some things I knew going in without looking. I remember Duncan, I don't think, missed a shot. Yes. Like, that was the thing I knew, and then I, I forgot he got in foul trouble. Um, one quick thing, Daniel, about his, his sixth made three in that game mm-hmm. is I didn't see this when the game was actually happening. And I tweeted about it last night. I'm pretty sure the cat who was in the first row, I call it having your feet on the wood with mm-hmm. the guy on the first row, I think caught Duncan from falling out of bounds. Duncan oh. regains his, you know, like stepping out and then obviously it being a turnover, like props him back up and Duncan <laughs> knocks it down. Wow. A fan like, assist. I, I didn't I didn't see that happen the, the first time. That's that would have been heat check in the post game. Now you got do you get the post game show in, we in do, the yes. UK? We do. Okay, yes. great. So it stays on. Okay. It so does. we had that segment called Heat Check, uh, right before the show is really over over, uh, mm-hmm. before the game part of the show, before we go into into Heat Live post game. And Heat Check is the best thing that I say I saw. It's really a collaborative scenario, but mm-hmm. that would have been the heat check that night. Right. I mean, it was great watching you know uh, Tyler Hero uh, mm-hmm. make some big shots late. Yeah. But that guy propping Duncan back up was amazing. But back to my point, uh, the thing that I did not know going in, 
I, I didn't know how tough of a shooting night it was for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And even though he started the game one for six, he finished with 25 points. He finished so, good. Yeah. But that's Jimmy, right? Like, it doesn't matter. If he's three for 100, he's still going to have 20 points, right? That's it. He's still About six on. or seven rebounds and eight assists. It's pretty staggering. So. It's, yeah, incredible. Incredible. Yeah, no, it was a great, great game. Probably my uh, most memorable game of the season. Brilliant uh, game. And, uh, and, well, I mean, Jax, you, you've entertained us before the games at your halftime show and immediately after games um, for many, many years now. And there have been some um, some very memorable post-match interviews, including <laughs> several uh, Chris Chris Bosch uh, video bombs, or shall yeah. we call them video boshed? That's what I like to call that's them. The, that's the, I think, yeah, yeah. Twitter, uh, Heat Twitter, hashtag Heat Twitter, is now referring to it as Bosch bombs. I don't. Bosch bombs. I, I'm not digging that. I, I like the video Bosch. Video Bosch. You know? yeah, that's absolutely. it. Yes. So, um, in terms of, I mean, I, I, I was. I can't I can never get tired of looking at and they're just hilarious they're brilliant he's such a character is Chris now in terms of a character where where does he rank in terms of Miami's player personnel in history uh first of all happy birthday to Chris he turned 36 earlier this week and he's my favorite he was my favorite personality Dwayne obviously the favorite player he's the best player in heat history like there's no two ways about that and Shaquille is the reason I got this job the trade for Shaquille is what changed the Heat's view of how it saw itself, mm-hmm. and they wanted a bigger television platform. Uh, LeBron and I are from Northeast Ohio, and so uh, that that's probably top three as it pertains to my personal basketball desire. But from the job that I do every day, mm-hmm. number one in the program, number one in my heart is Chris Bosh. I, he is authentic. He is funny. He is thoughtful. He is available. Mm. Did I say funny? You said <laughs> funny. Mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, so <laughs> that's endearing to me. To, to, listen, the thing that players have to do with us each day, it's got to be like 7th to 12th on important things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do realize that there is something, there's a purpose that we serve with these microphones and, and these laptops, it is that we're conveying their view, their message, their interpretation of their job to their fan base, mm-hmm. which then in turn is lucrative for the biggest of stars because that turns into the endorsement universe uh, that makes them generationally wealthy without you know even having to play basketball. Mm-hmm. But that obviously being the reason why that's the case. Um, Chris never was robotic. He never really, I never felt like it was a prepared statement that he didn't think about coming down the hallway, that he yeah. really thought about what it is that I was asking as well as my other colleagues and gave us authentic answers. And sometimes uh, to his detriment in the sense of people not really getting him, thinking he was more of a weird bird than anything else. I just think he's super smart. Yeah, I, I used to kid him all the time that he could have gone yeah. to Tech without the basketball. And mm-hmm. for those of your listeners that don't know, Georgia Tech's one of the premier technical institutions in the United States. And I'd say probably top three of these actual schools that focus on engineering and technology. Um, I'm trying to think if, if I'm overstating that or not, but I think top three, top five max. And <laughs> he was he was a wonderful student. He, he kids with coding. Um, yeah. He's just a, a renaissance man, uh, a father, a husband, a basketball star. I think he taught himself how to play guitar. Like who does that? Right, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm a, and I'm a musician. I mean, I, 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 
need some teachers, man. Teach me some some theory first. But anyway, uh, CB would definitely be uh, my favorite subject to converse with. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, absolutely. And um, quite rightly, um, I mean, I think it's actually a year ago today. I think I saw that his uh, his jersey went up into the rafters, um, which is which is incredible. Um, and something actually, one other thing on Chris, um, he, he he got snubbed with the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, picks very recently um i assume you that's just something that will be that will be corrected pretty soon right yeah it's funny hall of fame and and postseason awards and all-star I, I try not to get too caught up into it I, listen i'm i'm still a fan but i am a professional observer and so mm-hmm. i do kind of hit a little bit more of a of a monotony and a malaise when it comes to that stuff. Uh, Chris Bosch is a Hall of Famer. He's going in. It's just a matter of what he's going in. Yeah. And there is something to be said about being a first ballot Hall of Famer. But you know what they say when you get into the Hall of Fame? Hey, Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they don't <laughs> figure out when you got in or when you, you know, how long it took. You either in or you're not. And that man's going to get one of those beautiful orange jackets yeah. and be enshrined for. Yeah thing that you can the experience that's a plus is that he will probably end up being the premier player for the class of 21 and mm-hmm. so it was a really there's a this i mean we, we're not going to know the finalists uh for a few weeks uh, the hall of fame usually announced the uh and the finalists we know i'm sorry the enshrinees mm-hmm. um get announced during final four weekend during the ncaa tournament for college basketball on the men's side uh, that tournament has been canceled, and so I, I'm wondering if what would have been Final Four weekend, which is coming up uh, in about a week, I think, not this, uh, the following Monday, not this Monday, um, mm-hmm. is that the 6th, right? Is that, that April 6th, I believe? Yep. Um, so that weekend is usually when we hear uh, who will be enshrined, um, and that class will obviously have the, the late great Kobe Bryant in it, Mm-hmm. I believe Tim Duncan in it. I think Paul Pierce in it. Was KG in that group? Wow. I mean, that's an insane <laughs> class. Wow. So now you get to be the headliner, baby. You don't <laughs> have to be like some future player. So I'm excited for, for Chris in 2021. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and now staying, we, we, we covered quite a lot yesterday with uh, with Eric on Dwayne as well. So, but one other, let's, let's complete the big three now with, uh, with the man, LeBron James. And, um, even now, for me, season 17, I still say he's the best player in, in basketball, even now. Um, going back to Miami days, um, he done some pretty incredible things. Where does he rank um, in Miami's history? Probably top. Uh, he wasn't there. So four years, right? So that's the same amount of time as Shaquille. Actually, a little bit longer. Uh, Shaquille got traded in his fourth season. Um, two-time champion. I mean, it's tough because you just don't want to glaze over yeah. the importance of the pioneer guys, right? Yes. Like Glenn Rice, mm-hmm. probably the greatest player of that, uh, along with Ronnie Cycli. Mm-hmm. And, and then you get to that next phase, and and obviously that's where Alonzo and, and Tim Hardaway fit. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, 33 and uh, 10 are in the rafters. Absolutely. Uh, but, man, I don't think they would debate it that much. Um LeBron James is the best player that's ever put on a Miami Heat uniform. He's mm-hmm. just not the best player in Miami Heat history because Dwayne has more history. I totally get that. 
I think that's the best way to put it, right? That is that is a good that's a very good way to put it. I think that's right. a, that's good. So who got the more dominant LeBron? Did Miami get it or was that to Cleveland? Now see now this is where I get into trouble. Okay. <laughs> so I got I, I was born in Columbus, Ohio, which is the state capital of mm. uh the the uh I believe the eighth biggest state in the union. Uh the great state of Ohio, the heart of it all, the Buckeye State. Uh and I spent Three years uh, in central Ohio, 10 years in Cleveland, Ohio, 10 years in Cincinnati, Ohio, which also aligns my time at Bowling Green State University, which is in northwest Ohio. So I say all that to say that I have some responsibilities to uh, to, to the southern banks of the Lake Erie, uh, <laughs> uh, where Cleveland lays. Uh, Cleveland um, got a beautiful part of LeBron James because they got to see him turn into a megastar. And then he returned with the proper credentials to bring the first championship to that town Mm -hmm. in two generations. And so uh, Cleveland probably got the very best, but man, do we not get a great (laughs) run with that man watching him still he at MVP level, right? Yes. Um, figure out how to become a champion. Um, stamp it with a repeat, uh, and, and then uh, take his PhD in basketball and, mm-hmm. and and spread it around the country like Johnny Appleseed <laughs> <laughs> from American folklore, by the way. Yeah. Brilliant. No, well, very very delicately done. Well done. That was good. Thank you, Thank you very much. <laughs> right, Jake. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna move on to something a bit fun now because I'm talking to one of the most fun guys in in Miami Heat personnel. Um, I've put together a little sort of um, which player awards, and this okay. is gonna, so we're gonna call this Jack's Jack's which player awards. Okay. So um, this should be this should be fun. Here we go. This is hope we're handing out trophies. The, uh, yeah, that's it. We're handing out trophies. So right. um, this should this should be fun. Here we go. So which player is the best dressed for Miami? Man, right now, it's changed I, because I, 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 I know I, I know nothing about fashion. I'm one of the least fashionable people, and I see some of these guys come <laughs> out, I think, okay, I just don't get it. But um, this more is some courage fashion. Yes, some yeah. of these guys are just super courageous. I'm gonna have to give it to Tyler Hero. I would have given it to James Johnson if okay. he was still on the roster, but out of technicality, uh, Tyler Hero came into the organization. Already with his vice gear. <laughs> like, remember from 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 the, the stage draft night, yeah, yeah. And were they in Brooklyn, right? I think that was Brooklyn. They, yes, they had it was, the, it was. a draft, and he was already in his vice night gear, like <laughs> as though he knew he was getting drafted by the Miami Heat. So I'm, ex- uh, I, I give it to the, I give it to the young baby goats. Baby goats. That's a, that. Yeah, the absolute um, great choice there. We've uh, we've Tyler's drips are incredible. Yep. So okay, on the flip to this, which player is the worst dressed? The worst dress is Jimmy Butler. He is <laughs> he is not trying hard. <laughs> okay. He's country through and through. He's a country kid uh, from a small town outside of Houston, Texas, and it shows. Fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Um, I could maybe know this one, but let's have a go. Uh, which player is the most vocal in the locker room? Oh, my God. Myers Leonard. Oh, he just yes. doesn't stop. I was just watching a clip from the Indiana Pacers on uh, McConnell, TJ McConnell, and, and they, they had him wired up for a game, mm-hmm. and it was glorious. And all I thought of is, and, and it would never happen at our place. We just don't work this way. Yeah. But 
if we had an in-game microphone on Myers Leonard, my how entertaining that would be. Because I don't think Myers stops talking. No. <laughs> I think it's just a non-stop motor. Were you watching that game where we finally beat Orlando in Orlando? Yes, of course. And, listen, brother. Listen, Jax. You sound like Hulk Hogan. Listen, yeah. Jax. Okay, this is our state. Okay? They probably came into this game and they thought it was their state. This is our state, brother. Okay, so take your vitamins, say your prayers, and the hammer has spoken. I mean, it was next level. Bro. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. And to be fair, you, you see that on the court. You just, when he's not playing, we, we've missed him. We've missed him a lot. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, oh, that's a that's a great choice. Yes. Um, okay, which player is the worst loser? The worst loser. That's Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, back to Jimmy. Jimmy is singularly focused in such a glorious refreshing, unique way. He cares about one thing in basketball. And it was probably in life until his daughter was born. Yeah. He just wants to win. Yeah. And, and in basketball, that's just so difficult. I mean, like even with the fact that we have had this wonderful start to the season, we still lost 24 games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So those 24 nights, man, yeah. He was not happy. Not happy. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, we had a loss recently where it looked like these guys were just going. I think it was that, was it the overtime loss in Cleveland mm-hmm. uh, back on the 24th of February? I had not seen the locker room at that point that dejected. Most of the time, mm-hmm. a little industry secret, most of the time after losses, players aren't heavily weighed by them unless it's the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And even in the playoffs, if you have a veteran group, they're not uh, at wit's end until the series is at its end because there's always a chance. Yeah. Regular season losses have to be catastrophic for teams to have the type of doom and gloom that the Heat had in that situation. Yeah. And it was just those middle quarters in that game were absolute debacle in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And we really tried to make a push. I mean, the team made yeah. a push. Got it to overtime, and then uh, – actually, it was Cleveland really made the push. And, yeah, that's right. And, we blew a big lead, didn't we? Yeah, that's exactly right. And then uh, and then in overtime, they overwhelmed us as well. In the fourth quarter in overtime – so what is that, 12 and 8 – what is, 12, and, 12 and 5, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a good uh, 17 minutes right there. Yeah. And we scored 20 points. Yes. Oh, wow. Come on now. We know better than that. So that was <laughs> – that was dejection, and that's when you know more than ever that uh, uh, Jimmy it does not suffer losing well. Yep, yep. And that's a great thing. That's a great. I was about thing. to say it. Thank yep. God. Right. Yeah. Right. Thank God. Yeah. Absolutely. Because uh, yeah, he's got one simple rule. You know, you work hard, you work like like a dog, and we go out to win. Anything less is not accepted. And what a work ethic to have. What an attitude to have. So okay, that's that's great. Um, okay, here's a fun one. Jax, you're uh, you're stuck in a burning building. Which player do you call to come and rescue you? Goran Dragic. Without the dragon. He puts his puts a shoulder on the front door. Uh, he he doesn't even walk up the stairs. Yeah, I'm assuming I'm upstairs. I don't know You're why. Up, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm upstairs. I, I blocked the stairwell, and he just jumps the stairs for whatever. And he's a dragon, so he can, fires his business. So it's that's all it. Good. Yeah, that's it. He would deal with it. Okay, great answer. Okay, couple, just a couple more. Um, who's the funniest player? Jimmy's sneaky funny. Like, he's really, like, it, 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 um, Bam thinks that he's funny and he's not. Um, gotta work on it. It's too young. 
This material's too too shallow. Uh, Justice Winslow, man. Yeah. I, I miss him for so many reasons, but yeah. uh, one of my friends and colleagues uh, has him in, in Memphis, and she told me today uh, that she had never met him before and uh, that, that you know she's on their digital side, and mm-hmm. they did something today for some content during this difficult time, obviously. Yeah. And um, she's like, oh, my God, he is so funny. I was like, yeah, he thinks he is. <laughs> well, that, that definitely – that helps. But, yeah, for the guys that are there – I'm going to go back to Jimmy for that. Jimmy is um, hilarious. Uh, he will cut you uh, mm. with words as though he has a very sharp butter knife. So not trying to hurt you, but he'll no. make you feel him, right? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, right. Talking about Jimmy, um, he's had this sort of uh, backwards and forwards with Goran about um, who's the better soccer player. <laughs> so um, so let's see. If, uh, if you had to choose which team you're going to be on, are you on Goran's or are you on Jimmy's? I'm on Goran's team. Okay, yeah. that, that, he's been playing soccer since birth. Yeah. Uh, I respect Jimmy's desire to grow as a as a sports fan of the world, uh, but uh, no, I'm I'm going right there with Goran Dragic. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he was showing off his skills on Instagram. I saw the, the other day in his back garden. So uh, yeah, it looked pretty sharp. So uh, I think that's a wise choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last last one. Last one. Sure. Um, you're stuck on a desert island. Which one player would you want to join you? Hmm. So interesting. I'd hate to do this to them, you know, because they're, they're. I'm bringing them on my. I'm bringing them into my peril right now. <laughs> um, just from an entertainment standpoint, I go. I'll go back to. Uh, no, nah, you know what, Udonis Haslam. Oh yeah, I would take you the great. You know, you got great camaraderie. We know each other well. We'd probably figure out, you know, rotations on fish <laughs> on fishing and creating shelter properly, and uh, and I'd probably get into shape. I'd probably finally get into shape, man. I haven't been into shape since since 1995. So it'll be a great, great uh, regiment in getting my body together as we are eating coconuts and are, are drinking coconut juice, eating coconut shells, meat. I think they call it coconut meat and uh, fish. That'd be great. I, l- I love that you've gone strategic with it. That's yeah. brilliant. Rather than just ententainment purposes, exactly. you've, you've gone oh, for who's going to get me through this. Yeah, yeah exactly. But he's, he's good for some entertainment, too. That's that's brilliant. OK, um, before we come on to my um, my memory quiz, which uh, which has been, I've been running all week, um, just a quick, quick, um, quick segment, if you don't mind, on, on this season. Now, we've we've done brilliantly um up to date um there could be many players that you might be able to take this crown but who do you think who's impressed you the most and you can interpret that any which way you want in terms of what you expected or or, um what you didn't expect but to to pick one player and i know that's difficult because there's been so many for so many different reasons but who has impressed you most this year yeah it's no hesitation for me it's duncan robinson yeah um for for duncan robinson to have walked this path of being a d3 player uh, a complimentary Division One player. This is his college days. Mm-hmm. Uh, to make his way, it, it to catch the eye of uh, the, the Miami Heat um, scouting crew, uh, to convince everybody that he should come in and get an opportunity uh, with the the G League squad and get a two way and be one of the great players last season in the G League, and then do the work over the summer. Uh, to even be a part of the conversation of being in the rotation mm-hmm. and not spending any time in in year two in, in Sioux Falls. And then not just in the rotation, but end up starting 60 games uh, yeah. with with 18 to go. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Um, you, you know, let's I want to do this for you. 
That man made 10 threes mm-hmm. last season. 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. he only played in 15 games, so his his rotation, you know, his ratio was on point. Yeah, close. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, come on, man. Yes. Like, yeah. 243 threes? I mean, like, it's just <sighs> unbelievable. And, just... and he's... And you can recognize, I apologize for cutting you off, but he can rec- you recognize that he's becoming such a great floor player mm-hmm. when he moving without the basketball, cutting to the basket, uh, defending within the team scheme and, and and getting better and better in that space. Uh, it, it's it's a wonderful story. It really is, and it's uh, for me a choice that I completely agree with. Um, just shattered records out of nowhere and uh, and you can see the progression he's made, not just with his three-point shooting obviously, but just his game in general. I think that we're, we're seeing a, the rise of a very special player here. So uh, yeah, that's a great choice. Great choice. Okay, right. So let's get on to it. So um, all week long, Jax, I've, uh, I've been doing the How's Your Memory quiz and this is five questions about the season we're currently in. Um, the first three questions are going to be about Miami Heats. The second question are just uh, the second two, the last two questions, sorry, are just NBA related. Now, at the moment, um, Will Manso leads with three out of five. Uh, I'm going to crush him. I, I might go five out of five. Okay, well, that will really upset Ethan because one thing that he said when he posted a score of one out of five, he said, make sure Jax gets the hardest questions. Okay, that was Ethan. Okay, so he's concerned uh, about this. That's good to know. That's good to know. I'm recording a podcast for his network yep. uh, tomorrow. And okay. so you can bring I'll make sure that I'll bring this up. Okay, and then uh, last night Eric scored two out of five. But I, actually, I was a bit harsh on it because the questions were quite tough. So you got three to beat. Are you ready? Get it. Okay. Um, this this is going to be interesting because this is about a game that you just commentated on. So Miami beat the Sixers in overtime in arguably one of the most dramatic games of the season. But what was the final score in that game? Oh, my God. It was like a one-point game, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was the first time in, in Heat history uh, that they had won consecutive one-point games. I'm gonna, uh, Man, I just did this last night <laughs> in overtime. I'm going to go with 117-116. Right. Okay. I'm a little bit concerned because I've got here as 107, 104. Now, am I thinking of the, the game that you yeah, commented on? Yeah, you're in another game. Let me see. Here. Now I'm, I'm, not, I'm not on the one that Tyler done the pull-up three. Is that the one that I'm talking about? Is that the game that you commentated on last night? The one I three? just did. Yeah, the one I just did was from December 28th. Okay. And one you're talking about. Let me see if I can filter this down. I, I might. You're probably talking. just looking at a different one, right? <laughs> I might be. <laughs> so I'd officially get the point. Let's, let's make that. Right, hang, let's make okay. That. All right. We'll, we'll make that we'll, the deal. We'll come back to there that. Were, there were a lot of close games. Uh, there was on a 108, 104, but that was at Philly. I did not do that one last night. Okay. Right. Okay. I'll come on to it. I'll come on to it. We'll check that. Right. Question two. Sure. Um, in January, Miami lost in back-to-back games for the first time this season. Mm. Who were they against? Man, oh man. Now you got me. <laughs> back-to-back games. For the first time. It took us till January. Yeah, it took back forever, right? Games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Consecutive games, first ones. Oh, no, it was the weekend. It, had, it was the weekend in New York, wasn't it? And Brooklyn, and so I'm gonna say, well, it's all New York, right? So it's uh, the first we lost to the Nets and then to the Knicks. Come on, baby. Correct, correct. You've got it. You've got it. That's the weekend that kept Spo from having to be the head coach of the Eastern Conference for (laughs) his vacation was taken care of by that terrible weekend in New York. We had a great time. I. Man, yeah. I don't think they ran out of bourbon with me. In town, 
<laughs> right, uh-huh. Jackson, just going back to question one, what was your score? Because I've got it in front of me. Uh, 117-116, final that, and overtime. That was correct. So you are two for two. Yeah, baby, let's go. This, this is looking good. Okay, question three. Goran Dragic scored a season-high 29 points against which team in January? Mm, damn it. I want to say the Suns because he was always so good against the Suns, but I don't think we played them in January. I remember it. Oh, man. 29. It was after he came back. Was He back, He was back from the injury, too, He was right? back from the injury, yes. It was in a win or a loss? Um, I don't have that information. Oh, it was, in, it was in a win. It was in a win. All right. I'm going to say... Hmm. I'm going to say it was against uh, Washington. Incorrect. It was against Portland. Ah, oh, so far away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you're still in good shape. Well, so right, Fred. Do, huh? Yes. Okay, you ready for question four? These are now last two are going to be NBA okay. NBA related. Okay. It is your good buddy LeBron James leads yeah. the league in assists per game with 10.6. But who is in second place? Oh, this is tragic. This is a tough one right here. Uh, who would be in second place? It's got to be. Who's up there? Da, 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 da. Doncic! <laughs> Come on, baby! It was Trey Young. Damn it! Is Doncic? I think Doncic was up there, yes. I think he might have even been third, you know. Um, but yeah, Trey Young with 9.3 assists per can game. Can I trade just like they got traded on draft day? Can I trade one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, final question. And you now need. Oh, this is critical. This is a this big one. I need this one. lead. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Which NBA teams, which NBA team, sorry, has the most three pointers made? Which NBA team has the most three pointers made this season? How dare it? Miami Heater are in this conversation. They are in this conversation. Yeah, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a clue though and say it's not. It's the not the Miami Heat. Yeah. No, I realize. I realize. So it's got to be. It's got to be Houston or. Gonna be Houston or Dallas. I'm gonna give you another clue. Not a clue, but it is one of those two teams. You are correct. Dallas Mavericks. I'm going with Dallas. Dallas Mavericks Come is on, correct. It's correct. Oh, you join. You, you know, what I, need? I need a job at the county fair. I'm so good at guessing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you join Will at the top of the leaderboard with three. So uh, congratulations. Good showing. Am I was sweating. Shit. I feel like, I'm like a total competition. This is this is a man who's you know uh, done ca- countless thousands of shows and he's sweating on an NBA uh, Miami Heat UK podcast. That's just some silly questions. That's incredible, incredible. Right, um, Jax, um, amazing that you've joined me. It was just as fun as I knew it would be. Um, one final thing. Now we've got some pretty legendary. Um, like slogans or, or phrases that are, say, uh, are said between um, many people in the Heat organization. We've got Eric's kaboom. We've got Tony's yeah baby. Yeah. We've got your we've got your it's time to ball y'all and that's a, a horrific accent so I apologise for that. And that's then we've right. got uh, we've got uh, Michael's uh, two minutes dos. <laughs> who's who's is the best? Oh, kaboom's the best, dude. Kaboom. Like that's all. Yeah, you know why? Because it's for three, baby. Three's more than two all day long. Yes. I love it. I love, and I love that Eric stole it. And I'm love that when people <laughs> ask him about him, he tells a story. 
And I'm glad that Neil Funk, who started it as a play-by-play guy in Chicago, who I believe is uh, retiring, he might add another year after this truncated year, um, gets a little uh, – he seems like he gets a little hot and bothered every time the story goes up. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, Eric gave me my very own personalized play-by-play game-winning buzzer-beating kaboom last night. Um, so that is a uh, that is a life goal there and then, so that's incredible. Uh, Jack's incredible to um, to have you on. I cannot wait – to hear you say it's time to bowl y'all once more because uh, nothing will get me more excited. It will mean that Miami Heat basketball is back and um, continue um, to, to do your thing because uh, you're incredible at it. Yeah, I know this is great. This week for your listeners that are, you know, in the UK and love the Miami Heat, you're doing them such a wonderful service. So kudos to you. Thank you very much, sir. That's great. So uh, thank you, Jake. That was episode four of... Um, of Heat Media MVP Week. Uh, tomorrow, I've got the coach, Tony Fiorentino. And then finally, we're wrapping up on Saturday with Mike English. I hope you've enjoyed um, everything that uh, we, we've had on so far. Um, really, really enjoyed that episode with Jax. Uh, stay tuned, and we will see you tomorrow. Stay safe, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow with Tony. Bye-bye. <laughs>